Hello and welcome. You're tuned in to the Embodied Astrology Aries Season Horoscopes for March 19th through April 20th, 2020. My name is Renee. I'm an astrologer, an artist, and a somatic intuitive, and I sincerely hope that I can provide you with a little bit of support, inspiration, and comfort through this astrological offering. This is a crazy time on earth, and as a person whose job it is to hold a bigger picture and the mystical possibilities of life, it would be highly irresponsible of me to not address the chaos, grief, overwhelm, and fear that's present for so many of us in this moment. So I'm going to do my best with that in each of your recordings, and I'm also going to do my best to contextualize all of it within some silver linings, hidden opportunities, and the expansive opening for healing and transformation that I believe this moment is bringing us. So as you listen, please listen with an open mind and heart. Use your own intuition to make sense of what I'm saying for you. Take what works, leave the rest. Listen to the horoscopes for your sun and your rising sign, as each will contain different information you might find relevant and helpful. If you don't know what your signs are, you can get a free chart on embodiedastrology.com in the horoscope section. For more insight into the current astrology and month ahead, listen to the Embodied Astrology podcast for Aries season. You can find that episode linked in the show notes. If you're desiring some day-to-day astrological guidance right now, I offer month-ahead extended forecasts and a printable daily astro journal that gives creative embodied prompts for working with planetary aspects and lunar cycles. You can subscribe by donation at any amount to gain access to that subscription. If this work is helpful for you, please share it with your friends and through your networks, rate and review on iTunes podcasts, and you can also make a one-time or recurring financial donation to help sustain the production. Please stick around at the end of your horoscopes for some information on my upcoming live online new and full moon rituals and another announcement for a new offering I have. And please stick around for just another minute while the sponsorship message plays and I'll be right back with you with your Aries season horoscope. Hello Sagittarius, welcome to your Aries season month ahead horoscopes. Um... With all the horoscopes so far, I just feel like I have to start by saying, uh, wow, it's a really weird time in the world, and a lot is changing, Um, and it feels like an interesting time to make horoscopes because um, who knows what's going to happen. As an astrologer, I'm not a fortune teller. You know, I can can look and kind of describe energies or interpret stories around energies, but... um, how things are going to happen, how they're going to manifest, I really don't know. Um, anyway, this sense of unknown is, um, you know, it it has a lot of things, right? So it's a lot of chaos. It's a lot of fear. It's a lot of struggle. It's a lot of suffering. It's going to have a lot of consequences and impact. And there are also going to be a lot of opportunities and openings and uh, necessities that come out of all of this. And so, you know, chaos is the mother of invention kind of thing. Um, and for you, when I look at your chart, that's a kind of a theme. So you're inventing something. That's what it looks like to me. Um, you probably have been working on this for a while. Um, and maybe there is some kind of process that you've been in for some time now around how to do the thing that you want to be doing, which is something that's unique. And it has to do with meeting a need. It has to do with some kind of uh, service orientation, um, being useful in the world, being practical in the world, maybe taking care of people or taking care of people's bodies. Um, 
It may uh, have to do with taking care of your own body and being innovative and, um, you know, on a path of awakening when it comes to your own wellness and health. And if that's you, then um, I'm going to guess that at this time on earth, you have something to offer. You have some kind of wisdom um, around what it means to take care of oneself in an innovative way. And if that doesn't resonate for you, then I'm wondering what is it that you are working on and um, what is this eccentric, pioneering, innovative spirit that I see um, wanting to carve out some kind of space and offer something that's new. Um, like I said, I think it's something that you've been working on for a while, but in Aries season, um, I think you're getting real stirred up. And so this stirring up again could happen through chaos and necessity. Um, it can also happen, um, because you care and you're deeply sensitive um, one of the places that I see getting stirred quite profoundly in Aries season is uh, the space that I would call home. And so this definitely has to do with your actual home or, or family, but it also um, could definitely have to do with the larger home of this planet and being on Earth at this time when a lot of people are going through a lot of things. And it feels like your sensitivity is really um, peaked in a particular kind of way, and it feels personal and also beyond the personal. Um, the more that you touch into your own personal sensitivity, the more you feel a kind of collective sensitivity. And this stirring in you is going to be motivating um, you to do the thing, you know, whatever this innovating thing is, uh, whether it's taking care of yourself, taking care of others, taking care of some kind of problem or solution, um, you definitely can anchor in your sensitivity. Um, you definitely can anchor in any sense of a desire to help other people. Um, and by helping other people, I also mean helping yourself because we're not separate. And that also seems to be like something that you are really feeling right now and really knowing. Um, another thing that I see getting stirred up in your chart is um, what I'm going to call your personal expression, your creative expression, um, and it could also be your connection to children. So it's in the part of your chart that has to do with what's personal and what's creative. And um, that definitely means kids, if you're, you know, in the role of, of nurturing them and helping them grow up into, um, you know, tall people who do things in the world, you know, that affect other people like grownups are supposed to do. Anyway, um, when it comes to your creative expression, when it comes to what you are uniquely standing for, what you are personally invested in, um, Aries season is really going to bring a lot of attention to that space. So this is going to manifest differently for different Sagittarius people. Um, for some of you, there may be a feeling of kind of intense scrutiny where you're really um, aware of how you're expressing yourself and um, maybe like a feeling that I think probably a lot of people have right now is like, I don't know what to do. Um, 
I don't, I don't know how to help. What should I do? The world is out of control. That might be a, a, a kind of driving, burning feeling in you right now. Like I want to do something and I don't really know what to do. Um, and then you're kind of looking in at yourself and going, what is it that I have to offer? Is there something that I, you know, know about? Or is there some kind of talent that I have or ability that I have to put out there? And for some of you, this is going to um, touch upon some insecurity and some deep, deep stories about how you're not a creative person and you're not special and you don't know what you're doing and you don't have anything to offer. Now, if that is resonant for you, then I want to say work it <laughs> because this month is, um, this airy season, um, is a time for, for you to be kind of working through and processing insecurities around your creativity, around your personal expression, um, uh, who you are in the world and how you are. And also if you are a parent and if you're feeling a lot of fear and a lot of doubt and a lot of concern for your little kiddos, um, it's so understandable and you have to really meet those feelings head on um, with with as much you know willingness to transform through them as possible and I do want to say that on the other side of this you get to something you get to some kind of empowerment you get to some kind of healing capacity actually um, as you wrestle with your own doubt and worry and not knowing and shying back and holding back and not sure what you can do. If you, if you can move through that and be with it, then you can get to something on the other side. And that is actually, um, part of your gift right now. It's part of you, how you can hold, uh, other people in their unknowing. Um, now some of you are working to understand what it is that you have to offer in a different way. And what that, uh, what, what it seems like to me is that there's a piece around um, self-knowing that's really important. So I don't know who all of you are who are listening and what kind of identities you are listening from, but all of us have, uh, you know, received a kind of pre-packaged um, construction of identity because of our bodies, right? And the circumstances that we're born into, our families, our class status, race, gender, blah, 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 all that stuff. So there's something that feels really important right now about you um, acknowledging and coming to terms with who you are and finding some way to um, heal in your various identities and claim your various identities in a healing way and then become um, some kind of person who helps other people do that or who models that in the world. So that's, like I said, it's going to look really different for a lot of different Sagittarians. Um, but I do want to encourage all of you to spend some time with this idea of like, what's your identity and what, um, what do you want to turn and look at? Are there things that you need to own up to and be accountable to, um, in terms of your privileges or your ancestries, um, and, and unearned privilege, you know, and I don't know, weight that you have in the world and what you can do with that. Um, are there, processes of healing that you need to go through because um, you come from an identity that has been colonized and you know fucked with for a long time and it's like you're learning to trust yourself and you're learning to take up space in a world that is not set up to give people opportunities who aren't the like I don't know straight white guy all the straight white guys who are listening like all three of them who <laughs> listen to this podcast um hi so 
we are learning, right, as a community, as a collective community to um, be who we are and to be accountable to who we are and to, on some level, take responsibility for who we are, um, in a big way, take responsibility for who we are and do the healing that we need to do and do the empowerment that we need to do and help each other move forward out of this um, stupid, ridiculous mess that has been caused by um, supremacy and identity, like I'm better than you and they're better than us or da da da. So that kind of mentality has done a lot of damage. And there's some piece of that that I think you might be grappling with right now when it comes to your own identity and, and how you're expressing yourself and what it is that you have to say and what it is that you have to bring out into the world. It is essential that you do that work and that you do it with um, care and that you commit to it for the long term. So this isn't something that you do in a weekend. This is something that you do over a lifetime. Landing in yourself, really believing in yourself, trusting yourself, trusting your heart is the place that you want to get to. And you'll know that you get there when your relationships are mirroring it to you and when you feel that you yourself are in a place of equanimity and ease because um, you're not apologizing for who you are and you're not thinking other people are less than you or better than you. Those are some really big themes at the new moon and the full moon um, in Aries season. So March 24th is the new moon and April 7th is the full moon. And on the new moon, it's a wonderful time to, um, you know, really turn in towards your own identity and to turn in to your own vulnerability and fragility as well. I want to call um, attention to the inner child, the, the part of your being that is really innocent, um, that is just a pure being that wants to express and to get in touch with that part of your being and to try and really see them for who they are and to call them out. And um, then to, to kind of, I don't know, try and also land with the weight of being human. <laughs> that would be a if that makes sense to you, that would be a great um, kind of idea to bring into a new moon ritual. A new moon ritual could also be offered to the future and the kind of identities that you want to support in the future and the, the way you want to live into identity in yourself in the future and occupy your own space. Um, as we move into the full moon on April 7th, it is um, an invitation for you to recognize the ways that collaboration and co-creation um, are probably the coolest, best, most interesting creative landscape. And they, uh, when you work with other people and when you figure out how to meld and blend ideas and how to serve one another and how to meet in the middle and make your own routes, like that is wild creativity. That is really juicy. And you are tested, I think, to bring yourself into these spaces and to figure out how you can trust people, how you can work with other people, how you can share the stage. Um, while you're claiming your own voice, while you are um, trusting your own voice. So finding that space of relational equanimity, right, where you feel confident of what it is that you have to say, and then also appreciative and um, supportive of other people. This would be one of the um, 
kind of goals that I would just maybe offer or suggest um, for you over the coming um, couple of years, really. You're moving into a new space in area season. You are beginning a new cycle, and that cycle has to do with more social participation, um, reaching out, connecting with people, maybe spreading your message, maybe doing this innovative work that you're doing, maybe doing this expressive um, truth-telling work that you're doing. Uh, I don't know what it is, right, for each of you, but something about connecting in the social spaces and being of service to others is high up on, on the list of what I'm feeling for the Sagittarians right now. So beginning in Aries season, notice as these shifts start to come in, as you start to feel compelled in new directions, maybe new avenues are starting to get developed, you're starting to work in different ways. Um, you might be called to a uh, relationship in really different ways and to relating with, with people in the very close in and the very um, extended networks in, in new and different ways. And over the course of 2020, you are really, um, I think, in, in this dance of figuring out how to dance with other people. And as we move into 2021, that is going to be a pretty big focus. Okay, that was a long rambling horoscope. I hope that it made some sense somewhere for you. And I think I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to say, um, please join me at the new moon and the full moon live online rituals. We'll be working with um, integrating and reclaiming a sense of authentic self, uh, doing this accountability work and coming into relationship in mutually supportive, co-creative, collaborative ways. Those are the themes. Um, I hope to see you there. I'm wishing you all the best in Aries season and beyond. And yeah, I want to say, you know, you got something. It's important. Trust your sensitivity. Listen to your intuition. Do the work that you need to do. Lots of love. Bye for now. Hey everyone, thanks for sticking around for these announcements. I want to let you know that I'll be holding space in two live online lunar attunement rituals this Aries season. The first is on Tuesday, March 24th from 9.30 to 11 a.m. Central Time for the Aries New Moon. And the second is on Tuesday, April 7th from 6.30 to 8 p.m. Central Time for the Libra Full Moon. For both rituals, I'll guide you through an embodiment meditation and a writing practice, and I'll give a presentation on the newer full moon chart and its themes, along with suggestions and prompts to bring into the upcoming lunar cycle. There will be space at the end of each event for conversations, questions, and connecting with each other. If you can't attend the live event, the recordings will be available for two weeks after. Also, if you know that you're needing to move and get into or back into your body, I want to invite you to join me for a new offering that I'm calling Home Body Movement Practice. This is a 90-minute online class where we move and practice together from home. I'll be offering lots of easy, accessible invitations to breathe, feel, move, strengthen, stretch, wiggle, dance, and roll around. And I'll be working with lots of things you might have at home, like tables, chairs, books, and cans of beans, to help assist and support you through movements that can mobilize, stabilize, strengthen, and tone your body. I have over 10 years of experience as an adaptive yoga teacher, and I work with chronic pain and injuries in my own body, so it's important for you to know that the facilitation I offer is geared towards inclusion and adaptability. 
I incorporate a lot of different movement styles and techniques, and I encourage everyone's improvisation. So please know, you're welcome to attend in any and every shape and state you're in. All of these classes are offered by donation. You can find more information on these classes as well as the lunar attunement rituals along with dates and times in the show notes or from embodiedastrology.com. I'm wishing you all the best this Aries season, everyone. Stay safe, stay healthy, be excellent to each other.